<laughs> Come on! Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished at St James's Park. It's finished at Newcastle United 2, Bournemouth 1. I mean, we were left on tenter hooks towards the end. I mean, it was... We were having to soak up so much pressure, but uh, an, a near-perfect first-half display. Um, and I say near because we conceded that, uh, that goal from a corner in like the, the fifth minute of, uh, of injury time. I mean, but we held on. It was enough. And it just, it, it, it feels like the confidence is growing. It feels like the team is becoming three-dimensional as opposed to two-dimensional, which, which it has been for large parts. And, and I must say, Salomon Rondon is such a huge part of that. Salomon Rondon is a, is a massive, massive reason why we won today. And I'm not even talking about his two goals. Obviously, the contribution of goal scoring is crucial in this division. And boy, have we missed a fit and fighting Salomon Rondon. Um, in in many of those other winnable games that we had where he wasn't either he wasn't present because of injury because of lack of fitness or he was playing but not at 100% capacity now today I saw Salomon Rondon put in an absolutely mammoth shift all game got kicked up a height got kicked they got the shade kicked out of him all over the park but he's just a bat. He's an absolute warrior, Salomon Rondon. And, you know, <clears throat> I was very, very worried about Bournemouth's attack uh, coming into the day. You know, they're, they're one of the best attacking sides in the division at the minute on form. I think before today, they were about sixth in the Premier League. Yes, they lost against Man United uh, last week. But, I mean, even then, um, Man United won it at the death, didn't they? So, you know... Bournemouth were always going to be difficult. You know, you had the right likes of Brooks and Ryan Fraser and Callum Wilson, of course, who, you know, Josh King wasn't even there today. But, you know, those attacking players, Jordan Ibe, can cause and have caused many defences so far this season. Uh, a lot of problems. And I was saying before the game, I was saying, you know, if we... If we were to afford them as many chances as we gave Watford in the first half last week, then we'll be out. They'll be out of sight. We'll be nowhere near. We can't afford to give. You know, Watford were, were extremely wasteful, having been presented with a, about five huge chances in the first half. But Bournemouth are one of those kind of players who, uh, sorry, one of those teams who have the players. To finish, like they've they, they've scored a lot. As I say, they're they're one of the most potent, dangerous teams in the in the Premier League. And when they're not playing against you, they're an absolute joy to watch because um, you know the, the the way that Eddie Howe drills them, and he and he and he drills his teams to be fighting for every ball, for every minute of every game. The commitment. I mean, they're all playing for him, and 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 that was evident to see today. Actually, if you look at the second half performance, where they were just relentless. I mean, that that as, as I mentioned, that goal. I get an hour goals in a minute, but that goal from the corner in injury time of uh, of the first half. Obviously, there was an extended period because Adam Smith went down. I think he's done something. It was knee, possibly ligaments. It looked very innocuous. Um, he'd got a bash from from Modi Army early on in the half, 
and then he almost tried to take a free kick and feigned the first kick, you know, as you do, like, oop, and then go to, and then he, it, it just buckled. Um, so there was a huge delay for that, getting him off the pitch, and I hope he's okay, and it's not too bad. Um, Charlie Daniels came on in his place, and thankfully it's not the Charlie Daniels of, you know, with former momentum from last season, who, to me, was one of the best, most impressive left-backs um, in the Premier League. Um, very unorthodox with his you know his, his ability in the air and his ranginess and his ability to get up and down but I don't think he's fully fit either which I think worked to our advantage and they weren't as dangerous as it could have been but because of this delay um, in play you know they applied some pressure towards the end of the second half swung a ball in and Lerma who ended up coming off at half time for former Magpie uh, Dan Goslin in the end I'm not sure what, what happened there possibly an injury um, scoring the goal maybe I'm not sure but um, I think it was Key's man and it was just it was one of those that just looped over right into the corner we had a man on the line uh, on, on the post I think it was Dummett but it just kind of went over his head Dubravka wasn't getting across and it was like the only place in the goal that he could have scored from he did so fair play for them for scoring that but that just gave them an inkling of hope um, that really made that second half very, very tricky. Um, but let's 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 have a look at our goal, uh, certainly our, our opening goal in the first or six minutes. And what I was really impressed about was we went, we absolutely went for them, and there was no nervousness from us. There was a belief in that team today. We were without Shelby, Lascelles, Muto, the, the the trio that got pulled had to you know had to be taken off against Watford through injury. But Cher came in, Key came in, and Perez came in, and to be honest, in a, they all, all three came in very, very seamlessly. And and, and, and that for a start, because they'd in, in in their ways had been a big part of us getting the result against Watford, the three enforced changes came with extra momentum and confidence. So it wasn't just three guys coming in out the cold. It was three people who had helped to turn the game around. You know, you look at uh, Shea's performance against Watford in the second half. You look at, you know, Key and Perez combining for the winner against Watford. And so you felt very assured. And, you know, immediately Key looked like he, was, he wanted to be the metronome of the team, making things tick over. Sharon Fernandez were absolutely mammoth at the back, winning everything in the air. I mean, the pair of them. And and and, and it was, there was a lot of talk on on Twitter, uh, just almost praising Key for last week's uh, performance and 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 very well deserved. But then, in, with the same breath, almost criticising Shelby. And I was like, oh well, we're much better without Shelby on the pitch. I'm like, well, I'm I'm not sure about that. Shelby's been one of our most important players, um, and I'm sure. There'll be some people who still believe that, even though you know it, it's based on a game and a half of Shelby not being on the pitch. But it was certainly an advantage that 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 those players had come in at the end of last game. And as I said, we started on the front foot and we pushed them and we and we attacked and we attacked. And it was Diarmi again come under a bit of criticism. Um, well, from what I'd seen on social media, saying "Ah, oh, Diarmi's shit now," and he's gone back to the old Diarmi, but. I couldn't agree. I think he's still a very, very important player for us, Modi Army, and it was his deft pass that spotted the run of, of Yedlin down the right wing um, in, the, in the opening six minutes. 
Great overlap and run from Yedlin. Richie looked up for it against his old side from the start. Um, he had a very good first half. But it was a layoff to, to Diarmi who just dinked it through. And to anybody else, if you're passing it to anybody else without pace, it's that's a that's a terrible ball. But Diarmi knows the pace of Yedlin. Yedlin, his ability to recover, you know, overcooked passes is amazing. But that wasn't overcooked. It was played specifically for Yedlin. Um, the, the weight was absolutely perfect. Straight in Yedlin's path. Ball from the, from, the, from the wing, along the floor. Rondon has one bite of the cherry. I think it comes off a couple of defenders. Lands straight back at him. Keepers Begovic already kind of committed. And Rondon gets a second bite of the cherry. And, um, and pokes it in from just outside the six-yard box. And what a start. Absolutely huge. And, you know, it's been a long time. Uh, since we took the lead at home so early, can't even remember how long it had been. Um, obviously, we would quick fire against Manchester United, had a long time to defend those goals. But for Rondon, particularly, to come in, um, a lot riding on him, you know, a, a lot believing, and I probably am within that um, faction of people believing that, you know, his goals are going to make or break our season, whether he, whether he can. You know, get eight, nine, ten goals could be the difference between relegation and 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 survival. So, absolutely huge that he got a goal so early on because his confidence would have been boosted. And, he, and as we've seen before, he's not the kind of player who would be shattered by confidence in the way that Perez can be, in the way that Dwight Gale has been, Mitrovic. He just gets on with it. He, he he's been around the block. He's a veteran. He's experienced, and we saw that experience today up top. We suddenly became this three-dimensional team because he was in the attacking third. His physicality is straight. I mean, he was just holding. I mean, Bournemouth's defenders, you've seen them. You know, the likes of Cook and Francis. They're, they're huge guys. Even like Nathan Ake, who, yeah, isn't so much of a, of a bruiser, but he, he still has strength and athleticism, which is very difficult to, to I guess, attack against. But 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 Rondon gave us an out and his ability to the, the the amount of aerial duels he won, the amount of chest controls to, to earn his territory and yards was so crucial to us not just giving the ball straight back to them. And you know there was a bit of a delay for, for, for Adam Smith's uh, injury after about half an hour. And obviously it was about momentum picking up afterwards, but I mean no hyperbole. The, the, the second goal is the best goal we've scored this year, and it's sort of a football purist's goal. You'll see. You'll see it later on, or if you're watching this after match of the day, you'll, you'll obviously see it. You'll have seen it. But it was, it was absolutely. It was stunning. It was absolutely stunning. It was a football purist goal. It was kind of like a Roberta Shearer um, combination of old. It, it, it really was from like 2004 it was like a proper throwback it was incredible so so one of their defenders has tried to head the ball out Rondon's intercepted it with his with his chest basically defenders come in he's, he's, he's basically knocked it over his head um, and cleverly and I think knocked it over another guy's head as well really, really little, lovely clever player from Rondon to win back possession and not panic again this composure that we talked about before and he lays it off to Key. Now Key just fucking arrows this ball. The, the width of the pitch, right? I mean, it's it's 
bang on the money, I'm right behind it, and it just goes straight. It just drops on Kennedy's foot. And, he, and Kennedy's hooking the touch. It was, the ball was absolutely spectacular. It really, really was. And these people who say, oh, well, without Shelby, we're better. I mean, that's a ball, that, that's a Shelby ball, you know? And Fabian Schaaf from the back all game was playing these very important final, uh, final third attacking passes, you know? Um, so between the two of them, they were making up for the shortfall of, of Shelby not being there with his distribution. So we still played in a very similar way, and that shouldn't be forgotten, I think. So it lands on Kennedy's toe, he rolls it out, he, and, and just think Lauren Robert, he's curled it, perfect technique, and Rondon's just leaped up, and, and, the, and the power and the strength, and what a header. It, and as I, as I said, it's a complete throwback. It is superb, like from start to finish, from Rondon, with his, winning the ball back and cleverly holding onto possession, laying it off, key, arrow ball across, Kennedy touch, whipped in, Rondon header, bullet header past Begovic. And I know Begovic is no slouch and Bournemouth do not concede that many and haven't so far this season, but we're suddenly 2-0 up after, you know, after kind of like 40 minutes. And it's, it's absolutely superb and I just think, had we just got the 2-0 at half-time, I think the second half would have been a lot different. It would have had a different complexion in the game. But as it happens, Lerma got his, got his goal, as described before. And we go on to half-time, kind of think, well, that you've got to applaud, because that was absolutely brilliant. That really was brilliant. Um, and the defenders were doing well. Um, Dummett, I thought, had a really, really good game. Dubravka was called into a couple of saves as well. Um, he had a tip. He had to tip a ball over uh, from uh, from a cross, from a header. Um, they almost scored an own goal as well in the first half, so there was there were definite chances. And after they'd scored at two one, just before the you know the final whistle, this is about the fifty second minute or something like that. There was eight minutes of injury time. Perez was knocked through, I think from Shaw, uh, from Shea. Share with his left foot and knocked it over, beating the offside trap. Perez through one on one and he fires it across uh, the, the face of the goal. And he really, from that point, and he knows it, should be testing Begovic. He didn't force him into a save. And that was that, that was frustrating. Uh, really, the 3 1 again could have completely shattered their confidence um, at that point. The, you know, an instant retort to them trying to get back into the game. And nope. Two goal lead again, so that didn't happen. We went to half time, and then you know they were relentless. They pushed forward, and they were very assertive. And it, this is when it was starting getting different. And we had a couple of chances again. Rondon was put through. Kennedy tried to put through Perez, but it was a good challenge. Rondon was put through, possibly by Paul Dummett towards the end. Um, and a brilliant save. I mean, I thought it was his hat trick. I, I was, I was up, and I was, I was already celebrating his hat trick, but it didn't. Rondon already again had a header. Probably the easiest header chat. It was easy, and it was an easier header than the than the than the goal he scored. But that sort of like a downward header and just went past the post again. So you just think, ah, there's a couple of chances there that we we haven't put away. And is this, are we, you know, if you remember away at, uh, away at Bournemouth last season was a really good result as part of our good run. And it was Dan Gosling um, in the last minute uh, equalised for them after we'd absolutely destroyed them for about 70-80 minutes in that game Shelby had a great game I remember so 
I thought it was going to be like that again and their pressure was relentless although it was more about Fraser and Brooks and Ayub trying to get into the channels I thought Callum Wilson we kept quiet very very well and you've got to thank the likes of Fernandez and Cher covering as well for for preventing that but that's when we kind of had to make some subs you know I thought Kennedy's defensive um, contribution in the second half was superb it was absolutely brilliant and he put his body he was getting kicked all over as was Rondon and every time they got the ball they were holding it up they were being clever with it and winning free kicks crucial free kicks but then we did give it a ball I thought Perez had a much better game all round today as well his his intelligence was there um, you know using trickery to get away from very strong players and, and, and trying to thread balls through so I thought he had a much better game um, and, and following on from his goal last week but Bournemouth came and came and came and there was even an opportunity where I think that, well the, the, Langston put his flag up for offside but they did put the ball into the net with about 10 minutes to go and you're just thinking Jesus that's I thought I thought that was inevitable. I thought that was, but I don't know what I don't know. I didn't see an infringement myself. But if the referees called it offside, there's no way I'm going to disagree with him. Um, but we made a few substitutions to try and counteract their their attacking prominence in that second half, and they they made it very clear that they were not going to give up without a fight. So we really, really, really had a battle for this three points, and that what that's what makes it ever more sweeter. You know, against Watford. We were sort of lucky in the end to come away with, with with all three points, whereas I thought against Bournemouth today, we probably should have seen them off earlier. In fact, we probably had the first half Watford had last last week. Loads of chances, a few big chances, but the difference was we took them today. Rondon took them. Um, and whereas we, last last week against Watford, we you know, threw the kitchen sink at the second half, it was the opposite way around, but it was Bournemouth who were really, really pushing us back. And but we dug in, and it was it was proper Rafa ball for like the last half an hour. It was such a long half. Um, we brought on Atsu, we took off Richie, we brought on Clark, we took off Diame, brought on Hayden. Um, Kennedy came off as well. So we and the formation sort of changed quite weirdly, almost like five at the back, with Dummett on the left and and uh, Yedlin on the right, Clark, Cher, and Fernandez. And then you had kind of Hayden and Key with Perez and Atsu sort of floating a bit and then Rondon being the, you know, the outlet up front. Um, I still I'm still think about that hat-trick chance. It, really, it would have been amazing that he'd got his hat-trick away. Absolutely class. But, you know, fair play for their defending. And there was a couple of times that Bournemouth got in behind us, but the, again, our defenders... Slid in, slid in, and we just cleared it. And you know, Kennedy in the six-yard box, hoofing it. He had everyone back. Everyone was fighting for Rafa Benitez today. And I tell you what, he won't get criticism, Rafa Benitez. I mean, rightly so. But listen to where I'm going with it. He won't get criticism for shutting up shop the way he did because he won. But had they defend, had they drew two-two, he would have got criticised for not going for it again. I know it, but he had to read that situation there and then to think: Do we have the players? Do we have? The, can we keep playing like we did in the first half? They've got belief; their tails are up, and they're one of the best attacking teams in the league. What do I do? Do I try and sit on it? And I tell you what: there is, there is such a huge difference between an Alan Pardew side that tries to shut up shop after one nil up 
straight away. So Alan Pardew go one and up after 25 minutes and he'd shut up shop, he'd, he'd sit back and he'd soak it up. The best thing about the day is Rafa Benitez went one nil up after seven minutes, right? He was like, right, let's get another one. So we pushed forward, pushed forward, got another one in 40 minutes. And again, before, because they, because they were pushing forward second half, that left acres of space for us as well, which is, I think was why Atsu was quite a good outlet, who had a shot saved as well against his old, uh, against his old team he was on loan to a few years ago. And we, we did keep going for it, but we had to soak up the pressure second half. And Hayden was just a, a defensive body to get, you know, to try and block, to try and get in the way. Um, Kieran Clark again, another body, just a, another another troop in the wall of defence that we had against their relentless pressure, which we really restricted them in terms of like their. Um, you know they had so in total they had fourteen shots, but only four of them on target. Three huge chances from them. So like, we really tried to limit them, um, and, and and we succeeded. Whereas like you know we had eighteen shots, six on target. Five of them were big chances, you know, and most of them were in the first half, I imagine. So the fact that we could nullify such an attacking threat as Bournemouth to four shots on target, and in fairness. Those shots, I think, all were very dangerous, and Dubravka did well and had to be called up uh, to, to step up and play a few few times just to keep us in it. Um, but the difference between, uh, you know, like I say, a, a Pardew side or a McLaren side that sits on a 1-0 win, we didn't do that, but the difference was when we sat on it, Rafa had already given the team enough chances to try and see the game out. That wasn't happening. So... What do we do? Do we keep trying to commit forward and leaving space at the back for their very, very quick wingers? I mean, against Bournemouth or against their pace, we have to sit deep. Just by definition, we can't, we can't allow them space in behind. So Rafa made that decision to, to shut up shop, which is why he brought on extra defenders. He brought on a defensive midfielder in Hayden and he brought on Atsu as, 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 a, as a speedy outlet because Rondon was getting knackered. So... Really clever substitutions, and if Rafa's going to get criticised for substitutions in yeah, you know, in, in, in matches gone past, he needs absolute uh, praise for for what he did today. Um, all you, you wondered what he was doing in one sense, but in terms of his formation, but it it, it worked, and it, and it, and the risk paid off. We had, like I said, that was that offside goal that could have. Could have well easily have gone in, you know, those kind of goals. Um, but we, we held out and it was such an important win today. I, I can't stress, I'm still, I still have the adrenaline uh, from, from, from the final whistle. I let out a visceral scream of, of passion and joy at the end. It was, it was huge. That's two back-to-back -back wins. Let's see Newcastle at the minute. I mean, the Crystal Palace result hasn't come in yet and, uh, and Fulham are still the player. But we are now up in the 14th uh, with, with 9 from 12. So that's that's huge. We're three points behind West Ham. And we're five points behind Brighton who lost today at Cardiff. Um, so, you know, in reality we're only one point off the... <laughs> we're only one point off the, the relegation zone. But the fact that we're, we've now got wins under our belt, that the, the elusive win is no longer a, a, a thing. Um... We've got an international break and then it's Burnley on the 26th, the Monday night match, um, which I'm hopefully going to be at, so we'll hopefully get a video away for that. 
but I, I'm absolutely delighted and buzzing today and, and Rafa deserves huge praise. The players deserved huge praise. The fans were fantastic. The minute silence for Armistice Day was was, was held impeccably as well. Um, and I thought the referee was pretty good in it all told. Um, he really allowed the game to flow. I thought Lewis Kukmeyer got sent off at the end, mind. Um, he kicked the ball away um, early in the game, uh, which is, for me, letter, letter of the law, should have been a yellow card. You know, you um, kick the ball away after giving away a free kick. And then, as we were through, you know, about the 89th minute, this is stoppage time, he, he, he absolutely scythed Rondon down. So Rondon took issue with it. I mean, the, the tackle alone is a yellow card offence. Easily. Um, so he takes Rondon out. <laughs> Rondon takes exception, sort of squares up to him, and, and, and Lewis Cook pushes him with two hands, and then Rondon sort of goes back in. Doesn't go with his head, but he goes back in kind of with his chest. And they both get a yellow card. So if they've both got a yellow card for that altercation, it means that Lewis Cook has completely escaped punishment for that tackle. Because Lewis Cook's hand push was a lot worse than Rondon kind of coming back with him with his chest. It really was. So I think Lewis Cook's been... Maybe the referees tried to not let it descend into madness in injury time, but I mean, if... I tell you what, there would have been absolute hell on if they come back into that game with that, with that decision. I mean, it's, it's a... It, 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 it's how... Rondon's punishment could be on the same level as Lewis Cook, despite Lewis Cook's ridiculous... I mean, he just took him out. It was an awful cynical challenge that could have uh, knackered him. But, as I said, Rondon's a warrior. He's my man of the match. It could have been any one of Fernandez, Cher, uh, um, Key. They were all just fantastic. Kennedy, just some fantastic performances. Brilliant. I'm absolutely... I'm really, really proud of them. I'm really proud of Rafa Benitez. Uh, the poppy display... Uh, in the ground was superb as well. Um, Got to give a mention for that. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing. What a, what a great, great win going into an international break as well. It means Rafa can breathe a little easier. And I just thought the, the atmosphere today was just class. Absolutely mint. It's what it's been. It should have been the last few games. Um, and we need to use it to our advantage. It's, it's been brilliant. And I think we need to push on and get a couple more wins in this relatively good run that we've got um, over the next few weeks as well. I'll leave it at that. Thanks so much for watching. If you've really liked the video, please subscribe. Uh, please share. Tell your friends and like it as well. Thank you very much. Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, please subscribe and give us a rating as well. But if you want to follow us on Facebook at The Two Network 1892 and on Twitter, of course, at The Two Network. I've been Adam. This has been a Two Network match report. Rafa's mags. Come on! We'll see you next time. Bye, Z, bye.